0: Greetings to those who watch below. Today we're going to be taking a look at some more haunted objects that have led to some terrifying encounters over the years. But before we start, I'd like to say thank you to those who dwell below, an exclusive channel membership that you can check out using the link in the description box. So thank you to Steffi Ray, Wicked Witch, Lisa Watts, Lefty Kim, M.A. Way, Julie B, Jess Black Curtain, Christina Groves, Chris BLK Chris, Canopsia, Tegan S, and The Real CFED 22. If you'd like to support the channel, the best thing you can do is click that subscribe button and then the notification bell so that you never miss a video. You can also find me on the official creepypasta.com YouTube channel, I'm on Instagram at Brimstone underscore Below, and on Facebook at Brimstone Below Horror Channel. Also recently, I've guest-starred on the podcast Quietly Yours in an episode called A Heart's Memory. It's a fantastic story about technology keeping two young lovers in touch during the lockdown. But can their relationship survive the distance? Well, there's only one way to find out, and that's to listen. I've put a link down to the podcast in the description box, so make sure you check it out. And while you're there, please make sure to leave a rating for Quietly Yours they're a fantastic horror anthology podcast that I'm sure most of you will enjoy. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Haunted Japanese Picture Several months ago, my dad purchased a lot of items that included a beautiful hand-painted Japanese river scene in a frame. When I went to visit, I immediately felt that there was something different in the house, but very subtly, so I wrote off the feeling. Five or six weeks passed, and I pretty much forgot that change, and went over to check the house while my parents were out of town. As soon as I opened the door that evening, I immediately went on guard, because it felt like someone had broken into the house. I'm very observant, and hadn't noticed anything alarming outside the house, but I cautiously started looking around, and after a full sweep of the house... I found nothing to cause alarm, but there was a distinct feeling of the house having been violated. I chose to ignore it, and did some tasks, but the feeling didn't subside. A couple of hours later, I was walking out of the restroom, and as soon as I opened the door, I see a woman standing in the hallway. She was wearing a long white dress, very dirty, with long knee-length black hair. I distinctly remember seeing that her feet were very dirty, but the most distinctive thing about her was that her skin was flesh-toned, but predominantly grey, and she had like, piranha teeth. She lunged at me and screamed in my face. Obviously alarmed, I jumped, but chose not to engage with her since she was being aggressive. I walked through her and down the hallway, and as I passed the kitchen, she lunged at me again, I've seen a lot of things and been attacked in this way enough not to really show any fear. Well, aside from the jump scare of suddenly seeing a creepy looking thing, but I got out of the house pretty fast. I chose not to say anything to my parents because they aren't as sensitive as I am and might be afraid for no reason. However, several days after this experience, my dad goes, So, you've been seeing anything in the house recently? I didn't answer him and told him, just tell me what you saw, and I'll let you know if I've seen it too. He was sitting in his chair, and saw a woman with long black hair and a white dress, rise out of the Japanese painting I mentioned at the beginning. She walked across the house, and through the walls, through the kitchen, and presumably out of the house. But the party found the most odd, as the he was sitting, there was no way to see her walk into the kitchen. She had to have gone through a wall. He described her as an old-school Japanese lady who would be embarrassed to be alone with a man and be very subservient and even sweet. Of course, I asked him, did you see her face? And he thought for a moment. No, but she seemed very shy. I immediately got up and took that painting outside. I frequently had the experience of seeing things in their true form and heard how malicious entities can morph their appearance for other people so they won't be threatened. This made me understand quickly that she was a potential threat to my dad. Long story short, it seems like she was attached to the wooden frame and not the picture itself. Once we separated the two and got rid of the frame, she was gone and never seen again. Another haunted item story. This time it was an airsoft gun. This was my first experience with a haunted item. I had heard stories, but never experienced anything until this happened several years ago. Around one in the afternoon on a Tuesday during a summer break from school, I was in my room sitting on my bed, when I see a woman's head peek out from the room beside me and look at me. She was cute and had long black hair and seemed very friendly at the time. I thought it was particularly odd that she was so visible in the middle of the afternoon And since I knew my house wasn't haunted, I assumed it was some kind of wandering spirit, and I shooed her away. The standard, hey, get moving, you don't belong here. And she did. I shrugged away the experience and moved on. The next afternoon, I was in my closet, and I turned around to see what my mum had to say. I asked her, what's up, as I turned around. And instead, I see that same woman from the day before standing in front of me. She was in that typical white gown, and honestly looked like she had just been dragged out of a lake or something. I recall bits of things in her hair, and she didn't seem as clean as the day before. I had the distinct impression that she was super curious about me. I felt like she was saying, What are you? Why can you see me? But I have no interest in communicating or anything else, and I immediately jumped up, and told her to leave the house again. At this point, I started to suspect she wasn't a travelling spirit after all, and I knew she was coming from that bedroom beside me in the house. That was basically a study at this point. No one had lived in that room for some time. My dad is sensitive as well, so I texted him and asked him if something had changed in the house since Monday. He was confused and said no. When he got home, we talked, I still hadn't told him anything, and eventually asked him, did you bring something different home or something? And he says, well, not really, but on Monday I brought home some airsoft guns and threw them in the front room. Of course he did. And then I tell him what I saw, and he gets the brilliant idea to have me hold the items and see if I discovered anything. The first gun was fine, but the second one, as soon as I held it, felt like ants were squirming around in my hands, and I think I lost some time, because later on I was told my mum came into the room and spoke to me, but I had no clue that she had come inside at all. I freaked out a bit, and told my dad to get that gun out of the house, because that lady was becoming more bold, and I didn't need any issues. Five minutes later, he comes back pale, and sits down saying, I feel so sick. I think he got angry I took it away from you and then he starts getting weak and feeling like vomiting. It lasted for about half an hour. That night, we were watching a movie, and both fell asleep in the living room. I saw the woman walk into the house, and she was livid. Pure, primal anger was coming off her in waves, and it was like I could see grey smears around her whole body. I guess the best description is that maybe she was between the regular world and another world. I don't know exactly but it was fuzzy greyness around her entire body. I freaked out a bit, but after a while, went back to sleep when she didn't approach me. The next morning, my dad said he felt a huge predatory energy come into the house. When I asked him where it was, we were able to pinpoint nearly to the same kitchen tile where she'd been standing. I told him, this thing needs to get out of the house entirely. I had heard Sun would cleanse negative energies, so we put the gun outside in the sun. For the next week, we both experienced an incredibly angry force that would stalk up and down the outer patio, where we had put that air gun. We also had French doors with a lot of windows that led to the patio, and we both pointed first to the same door, then the same panelling, and finally to the exact same window. We both experienced her standing and glaring at us from that window pane. After about a week of this, I went outside to see how the item felt. Every time prior to this, I would feel that ant sensation crawling around in my hands. But this felt... normal. And just as I was about to tell my dad, I think the entity is gone. I almost dropped the item, because the word trickster was going over and over and over in my head. I didn't hear a voice or anything like that. It's not a phrase I've ever used, so I knew it wasn't my own thoughts. I left the item outside for another week after that, and it really felt empty now, but I was nervous to bring it inside. During this time, I told my dad to contact the previous owner and see if there was anything the guy forgot to tell us. Instead, we found out that the air gun was in a pawn shop and had probably never been used, definitely no time recently. My dad became obsessed with doing a background check on the previous owner, but since this was entirely out of character, I told him not to do it. I felt that the entity was trying to bait him into something. Finally, one night, I went outside to do my laundry, and I felt that thing come around the house and rush up behind me. I'm religious, so I immediately started praying out loud. I heard a massive boom, and felt that thing rocket over the house. My gut instinct is that someone had attached the woman to the gun, but I have zero idea of the truth, Can that be done? I suspect foul play somewhere in the item's past, but with no history of even being used, I have no idea. I wonder if someone tried to put a hex or curse on the previous owner only because that it was such a powerful entity with so much anger. The Tallman's Beds In early February of 1987, Alan and Deborah Tallman bought home a bunk bed that they purchased at a second-hand shop. They assembled the bed and stored it in their basement. When the Tallmans moved the bed upstairs in May of 1987, it marked the beginning of nine months of horror for the family. From the moment the bed was first slept in, the house appeared to be haunted by spirits that terrorised first the children and then the entire family. The children, who were rarely sick before, suddenly became ill for no apparent reason. The night that the family moved the beds upstairs, their son Danny was in the room next to it. After his parents said goodnight to him, his clock radio apparently took on a life of its own. It turned itself on and randomly switched the channels under its own power. He reported that he saw the radio's Vindicator moving itself. However, his parents did not believe him. A few weeks later, Alan was painting the walls in his basement when he went up for lunch. He placed the paintbrush on the table. When he returned, the brush was in the bucket with the bristles sticking up. When the youngest daughter was sleeping in the bunk bed, she claimed that she had seen a red-eyed witch behind her door. She also claimed that she saw fire in her room. A month later, Danny saw the same thing. The family pastor was brought in, and he felt the presence of evil inside the house. The torments continued to be tormented by the entities, doors would bang open and shut, strange voices would call out of nowhere, and ghostly visions persisted. A week before Christmas, Danny again saw something horrifying and told his mother that he wanted to leave. Frustrated, Alan shouted at the spirits to get out of the house. He told them that if they wanted to fight someone, they could fight him. Three weeks later, at around 2am on January 7th, 1988, Alan returned home from a late shift. Outside the garage, he heard an eerie howling sound and went to investigate. A voice came out of the howling and said, Come here. He went around to the back to see if anyone was there, but there was no one. He then went back to the garage and saw that it was on fire. He went inside to grab a fire extinguisher, but when he came back out, the fire was gone. The garage door was undamaged, with no visible signs of recent fire consummation. When Alan got back inside, he went to reach his lunch pail that he had set down, but the entity then threw it across the room. Alan started sleeping in his daughter's room to provide them protection. One night, a fog appeared around him. A voice came out of the fog that said, You're dead. Debbie then called the pastor because of what had happened to Alan. A few days later, Alan was working late and asked a relative to watch the girls. His relative was a complete sceptic. Until that night, that is. The same horrible figure seen by the children appeared and he let out a loud scream. Debbie then told the relative to get the kids together and that they were leaving the house forever. Two weeks later, the Tallmans had the bunk beds destroyed. Afterwards, the Tallmans had no further paranormal experiences. In April of 1988, a family moved into the Tallmans' old house, and have had no haunting experiences. The house that the Tallmans lived in had apparently no history of hauntings. Horicon, Wisconsin, is just a small farming town of about 3,800. It is considered a safe and prosperous place, The Tormans moved into their house on April 13, 1986. The Tormans' family pastor, Wayne de Bratz, visited them shortly after the hauntings began. He believed that they were victims of the devil. He was certain that a demonic presence was in their home. He found no evidence that they were fabricating the incidents. Creepy disturbances I'd moved to the small town I live in now about two years ago, and for about a year I've been feeling uneasiness in my house and out of it. At night, there are creaking sounds of floorboards, like there's a heavy weight walking across the floor, and there are shadows and dark silhouettes on my wall where there's no light. There are bangs on doors and from inside the cupboard in my room. This has been a recurring thing since I moved into this house. Ever since I was little, I've had this feeling of being watched by something I could never see myself. I remember screaming in the middle of the night when I was in primary school, and my nightmares seemed to get worse over time. Back to the present, my friend has been having similar experiences as me, but of course not identical. She used to be a big fan of dolls, and has grown up with them ever since she was a baby, and has only just lost her love for them. She's currently trying to sell them, but there is this particular doll that has an undoubtedly creepy aura about her. My friend has told me that she's seen this doll moving around at night, and has even spotted the doll peeking her head around her bedroom door to watch her as she sleeps. This doll has even been heard screaming, wailing, etc. at night. For the past week or so, I've been looking after this doll for my friend, as the room she's keeping the rest of the dolls in is so cramped. Also, she'd like a break from all the disruptions this doll has been causing. This doll has been in my room, and at first I started to doubt that anything was in her, until a few days ago. I decided to set up a camera on my phone in my room to record her, while I was downstairs eating dinner to possibly catch her doing something. To my disappointment, she didn't move at all, but after rewatching the video half a dozen times, I watched her face very carefully, and I noticed that at the beginning of the video, just as I left to go downstairs, her left eye was blood red, her normal eye colour is bluey green. As soon as I turned the light out, it went pitch black. I hadn't probably thought this whole video thing through, and I hadn't intentionally switched the lights off, so I couldn't see anything. Once I came back up after half an hour to check on her and stop the video, her eye was back to its normal colour. Two nights after this, I woke up in the middle of the night to the feeling of someone pressing down into my bed. It was too dark to see what or who it was. I tried to turn my bedside light on so I could see, but my arms were held down and there was a feeling of hair dangling onto my nose. My legs were numb and for some reason too heavy to lift, so I couldn't kick around much. Not helped by the fact that I'm not the strongest physically of people and maybe suffering from an illness at the moment, that makes me weak and tired 99% of the time. I fear this may make me an easy target. I don't remember what happened after that because I slipped back into drowsiness and fell asleep. The next morning I woke up to find an ugly bruise that wasn't there before on one of my arms that were held down. I was appalled and shaken up by it and immediately told by my friend who was just as freaked out. Anytime either my friend or I look at this doll in the eyes, we feel like our energy is being drained from us. My friend has been feeling that for years. It's a new feeling for me, and to say I don't like it would be an understatement. Hi guys, thank you so much for listening to today's video. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to leave a like and also subscribe to the channel, making sure to hit that notification bell so that you never miss a video. So, until next time, sleep tight.